Yeah, so it wasn't, it was always like something that I knew I was drawn to, but it's even hard to get to a point where I admitted it, I guess, I, like in my first year of like admitting like my passion for entrepreneurship. Like I was in a living entrepreneurship community in my first year, and I think that community really helped me get out of my shell.、Um, But I didn't, I would, like, again, I wasn't confident enough at that point to say, like, I want to go into entrepreneurship because I don't think I was at a point where I even believed in myself that I could be an entrepreneur. Welcome to Babson Built, where we showcase Babson founders and entrepreneurs, people who have tried, failed, and tried again. They're the change makers, the disruptors, the hustlers, and the builders. These are their stories. My name is Eleni Vokas, and I'll be speaking with April Chen today of Gentle. April is a Babson senior and co founded Gentle with her childhood best friend, Michelle, after both had experienced a terrible loss their freshman year of college. During this hard time, April noticed that there were not many ways that people could communicate understanding, love, and empathy, so she came up with Gentle. Through Gentle, April wanted to bridge the gap between empathy and action by providing meaningful ways for people to reach out to those who are hurting. With Gentle, anyone can send interactive cards to kindle hope in the person on the receiving end. One of their first products they launched under Kickstarter campaign were five cards with colorful covers and intentional exercises designed to gently bring healing. Gentle does not aim to stop here. They want to bring empathy to people's lives through community building and sharing. Tune in for more in this episode of Babson Built. I knew a little bit about your business when you told me when we talked about it in person, and、mm-hmm. then I looked online and your beautiful Instagram account. I started following you. I'm also a, a lover of the arts, so、uh, it's always adding a nice splash to my Instagram feed. But I wanted you to talk a little bit about、uh, your tagline, which、mm-hmm. is、uh, being gentle is not a weakness, but、mm-hmm. a strength,、mm-hmm. and how you built a business out of that.、Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, there's a personal story to Gentle, like a personal story of grief. And so, during that time, I saw how important compassion is、um, and how it affects me and how it affects the people around me.、Um, but during, like, so, so we had that mission statement、um, and we would say it and pitch it.、Um, and during events, like, we would get feedback on it and we would see people's reactions to that line. Um, so, it was a very split reaction. Some people thought it was really powerful.、Um, and some people I felt like were a bit like, hesitant towards it because it seemed a little cheesy.、Um, and so, we just wanted to, so we came to a point where we were like,、um, we wanted to rebrand. So, during that time, we were like, well, compassion is a core part of gentle on the brand, but what about the name, like gentle? Like, how can we? Make gentle、um, a word that's redefined in our language、um, so that being gentle is a strength, not a weakness. So we came up with that. It was more so,、um, more so like exploring the word gentle and why we decided to name it gentle and trying to be more confident and, and like, embrace, like embracing the name that we came up with in the very beginning.、Um, so, yeah. So, you said that you started off with compassion,、mm-hmm. and I guess it grew into gentle as more of the, the branding image of、mm-hmm. compassion. So, can you tell me a little bit about what、uh, prompted you to start this business and、mm-hmm. how you decided to embrace 
this feeling of vulnerability and kind yeah. of put it into your work at Babson yeah. as an undergrad. Yeah. Um, so I started. So I, I started working on gentle um, with a, a friend from Wellesley College, Michelle. So we were sophomores when we came up with the idea. Um, I originally pitched it to her and asked her to work on it because um, during the summer of my first year at Babson, I had this close friend who I saw go through a lot of um, mental health challenges. And in the summer, like she ended up committing suicide. And so like that really affected um, my the community that she was in, that I was in. And so like during that time, I also saw a lot of sympathy cards being passed around. And I saw how like the card covers, they had phrases and um, words that were not, I didn't feel like were enough to embody the depth and connection and meaning needed at that time. Like it's a very sensitive time. So I, since I came in already being very interested in um, designing, already interested in like illustration, I thought that one small step that I could do is perhaps like redesign and rethink what sympathy cards look like. So that was the beginning of our first initial product line. Um, And so we worked on that during my sophomore year. And at the end of my sophomore year, Michelle and I were like, well, um, we were kind of like shaky about whether or not we would commit to it because we just had like five cards. We're like, can we actually make a business out of this? But we decided to just like commit to launching a Kickstarter as another step towards like building something that is meaningful. And that is something like that is beautiful um, out of a a broken experience. Uh, So how would you say you two complement each other? If maybe you don't, uh, could you explain your dynamic? Yeah, for sure. Um, So she's a psychology major and she goes to Wellesley College. It's a very different mindset from Babson, like we're a business school. And so I think that um, in the beginning for our first product line, she, since our cards are um, have unique exercises inside. A lot of them are related to themes of perseverance, resilience. Um, I think she really shaped um, how like our exercises would tie into um, like how people would interact with them and how they would feel afterwards. So like the psych- psychological aspects and benefits to our products. Um, so I think that was a very um, big thing in the beginning and how she was able to apply her skill set. Um, whereas I was more so on the branding and marketing side. Uh, now, how did you see, you know, you tested it out in the community that you were in, people needed it uh, during mm-hmm. this time of your friend's loss. How did you see a business opportunity for this beyond mm-hmm. your tragedy? Can you talk a little bit about mm-hmm. how you tested it or mm-hmm. how did you uh, find your first clients and mm-hmm. a little bit about that? Yeah, um, so we mainly tested it with a Kickstarter campaign. So our Kickstarter goal was 5,000. Um, and so, and during that time, um, that was when we got the main feedback and that's when we like exposed uh, all of the things that we were working on um, to the world. And so when we get would get like messages from people telling us how it really touched them or the message that we were sharing, like they resonated with, that's, that's when it was an obvious, like, oh, there's an opportunity here. Um, and I think that beyond the Kickstarter campaign, um, this year, as we started even exploring business-to-business opportunities of how 
um, a low, the simple low tech solution of cards could improve an employee's day or workplace culture um, and morale so easily. Like that's, we also got like a lot of feedback from professionals in that sense. And so that's also another opportunity we're kind of also exploring at the same time. So yeah. how did you figure out that from B to C and also work from B to B? Um, I think that it was more so by happenstance. Like my, uh, so Michelle was at a networking event and she was talking to an employee um, at HubSpot who, and she pitched gentle to her and then they kind of connected. Um, and obviously HubSpot is leading one of the leading companies in like integrating empathy in the workplace. And so she was interested in um, starting an initiative with us um, and implementing like a tester uh, amount of cards in their workplace. So that was how it began. And after that, um, I was in the summer venture program. And I think that the resources and networks and connections there um, really geared us towards like uh, opportunities and open doors within the B2B space. So how was it interacting with your first client and how, like, what was the project like? How many cards did you have to make? What was the whole experience? Um, I'm not an entrepreneur myself. I've always like helped other entrepreneurs have been in the, mm-hmm. um, in the space of it. But what was it like interacting with that first client? Um, I think it was, um, it was, it was new. It was different. It was also my first time like doing a B2B opportunity and we did make, a few mistakes <laughs> while we were doing it because of our lack of experience. For example, like the cards that um, we wanted to send to like our first client were not as high of a quality as we wanted them to. And we already printed like that's a classic mistake when you're like in the printing printing business, like printing it not as like with without the quality that you wanted it to be originally because of some file mishap so I think that like just like we had a lot of small mistakes along the way but overall um I think it was communicating was key um to being able to like continue that relationship we had with the like clients we were able to get exposed to yeah. And what uh, can you talk a little bit more about what they used it for? Was it a specific, uh, you know, company retreat, uh-huh. or what? Uh-huh. What, uh, what was the exact use of your cards? Um, so so far, we have um, two that we two types of cards that we've co-designed with company culture teams. So one of them is is was a simple like the cover has a you got this, and then inside there are like um, different words such as curiosity or um, resilience. And the employees would be able to pass these cards to each other and fill out the activity inside, um, describing how they've seen empl- like each other grow in certain aspects of character. Um, and then the second one was focused on the company vision and mission statements. And so we had an activity inside the card um, helping employees connect the company vision or mission to their own personal life. Yeah. And so, how do you? How would you say, apart from the uh, the words that you use in your cards that are geared towards empathy, how would you say you differentiate yourself from uh, just um, Papyrus or Love Pop or any other of you know the card industry? Um, do you feel it is? So definitely. Um, 
like our brand because we're starting off as with cards, but in like our ultimate vision is we want to spread this message or this movement of empathy of this movement of being gentle is a strength, not a weakness. And our products only complement that or forward those mission statements. And so, um, I would say that right now, like our cards are uniquely made, they're handcrafted, they're very intentionally, um, like with psychological benefits, but at the same time, like our focus isn't necessarily to differentiate our products, but more so to, um, yeah, spread this message that we have about gentleness. So I guess what I'm hearing is that the cards, cards isn't the end all, and Mm -hmm. you're trying to move into different, uh, products yeah. um experiences yeah. can you talk about or could you disclose any of these yeah. future plans because <laughs> i would love to see them as yeah. yeah yeah so actually we are launching though another card line and it's called stories of overcoming and so we co-designed five cards with five different people with stories of how they like were like went through a particular life challenge um and then within that what they wish someone what I've told them or said to them like during that time and so it's a like I don't want to give it away because we haven't launched it but that is our product line but we're thinking of we're still in the ideating like stages of thinking of how we can have this theme of stories of overcoming and create spaces um like we're holding an event this November with um, a few people um, exploring how we can like create spaces where people can share their stories of overcoming and feel comfortable and feel productive after like that um, that experience. And then our well, right now it might change. We're thinking of how we can have that event in November and then um, make that um, like a package for other people to also host their own. Um, spaces, gentle spaces, um, based around this idea of stories of overcoming um, and creating like a kit or a package for people to like lead, lead the space. So right now it's still like a little messy, um, but that's one thing we're going towards. So essentially trying to create a a toolkit for people to use in a community Mm -hmm. to help overcome or maybe it's other themes. Mm -hmm. So community community building is a really big aspect. Would you say that? And can you uh, talk a little bit about that? I guess you did touch upon it a little bit, but Um, the community aspects and how you plan to uh, engage that and then make it, build it into your business model yeah, so um, community building, vulnerability, as well as, like, connection. I think those are core values to our brand. Um, and right now, what we've... So we've been launching a lot of things this semester. So we most recently started, um, like, adding structure to what our newsletter and what our blog posts would look like and creating... Um, so we've been creating, trying to create a community and how we how we worded that was like we're trying to create a community answering the question of what does being gentle mean to you. Um, so obviously that ties into our brand um, and it ties into our mission. Um, and it does I do believe it does create a lot of customer loyalty and attachment, um, and ultimately like plays into the social change that we want to see. Every entrepreneur starts somewhere. Are you looking for your beginning? 
The Blank Center for Entrepreneurship is where Babson's emerging entrepreneurs connect with the events, workshops, mentoring, and competitions that they need to build their businesses. This spring, the Blank Center will present its new venture competition, the Beta Challenge, which recognizes Babson businesses for taking action. Join the Babson community on Thursday, April 11th at the Beta Challenge finale and watch the top alumni and student teams compete for more than $200,000 in cash and prizes. To learn more, please visit www.babson.edu slash beta challenge. So let's talk a little bit about the hard stuff, the business <laughs> itself and the scaling. And uh, you said you had also, you started with a Kickstarter campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, have you, are you in a place where you're also trying to look for other investors? Are you, well, how are you financing the business? If you feel comfortable talking about yeah. it, what are some of the hurdles you've kind of faced? Um, yeah, so right now we're not looking for um, investors or, uh, well, so we, so our Kickstarter campaign was launched last year. So it wasn't that much money, but it was still enough to, for us to get started. Um, and right now, we are profitable, but at the same time, we're, I wouldn't say that we're generating like sustainable um, revenue or, or income right now. Um, and I think that the hurdle is for me personally, as one of the founders is like, I think I get, even though I'm in a business school, I think I get quite consumed in the create the creative space and like um, always thinking about like how to create products and how to make this brand, like how to create a brand, how to create a community that I oftentimes like I don't focus enough on the financing and the finances of the business. So right now I think that I obviously am looking for someone who might be able to complement that skill set. Um, but yeah, I think that's a personal hurdle. Um, just like losing focus. Like I always, like, I think as an artist, I do have this idealistic belief that, oh, you know, as I make, like, as I create and as I put it out into the world, like money will follow. And I think to an extent that that is true, but at the same time, like being in a business school, I've seen the value of actually like being intentional about like, um, the channels and where, like, where we're generating revenue from. Because right now you're the only one that's creating all the designs and Mm -hmm. all the words and all the um, the writing and the the taglines, right? It's all you. Um, So it's not all me. So we have a team of like uh, five people. Um, But I would say me and another person is the main content creators. Yeah. So we kind of do everything. <laughs> and you print them, you have no um, plans for manufacturing yet. Uh, uh-huh. Just, it's all done in-house at yeah. um, Babson, Babson Campus. Or... Um, yeah, well, we have a, um, an, a U.S. manufacturer, like printing manufacturer, but that's very simple. Like, we don't have, um, we don't outsource our, like, packaging and stuff like that. So it is a lot of, like, mundane tasks that we have to do that, like, the day-to-day tasks, it's like it's really easy to get distracted by them, and uh, so it's you mean you need somebody to kind of focus on the uh, the bigger picture, of the financials, and mm-hmm. kind of how you're going to be more profitable mm-hmm. down the line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. So those five people that you have hired, what do they do, and what like what, what was uh, what are their roles? What, what are their connections to you? Yeah. Are they all Babson students? Um, so. 
So Michelle, she's from Wellesley. I have we have um, someone else from Bentley, someone else from Gordon College, and then one person from Babson. So it's a little diverse. I, I like that because we all bring like different um, uh, ideas to the table. So. Okay, so you're not looking for any money uh, currently. Uh, do you have so? down the line are you worried about um, the aspect of empathy and sometimes it's always considered a very feminine trait Mm -hmm. Um, and are you worried that down the line when you need to sell it to somebody or maybe it's an investor or a client uh, that they're not going to believe in your mission yeah Yeah, no I think I've definitely seen um, like I haven't had any direct backlash but obviously like I see people's faces when I like either pitch it to them like in a crowd or like one-to-one like during events like I can't assume that oh they believe that empathy is not important that's why they look like they're mad or or like um awkward or whatever um but at the same time like I understand that there's a lot of differing perspectives on this I think it's um been a journey of even me like being more confident in the message and I think I'm also thankful that right now it there is a trend like there's a trend in companies there's a trend worldwide like people know that we need more empathy especially with all that's going on in the world. Um, so I think that right now it, it is a good time for a business like this. Um, but I, I guess like thinking about the future, um, yeah, like it is something that I'll have to keep in mind. Do you have, speaking of what you said, the current uh, environment, do uh-huh. you have any uh, future plans to get involved in different uh, Movements, maybe it's the Me Too, yeah. maybe it's the Black Lives yeah. Matter. So yeah. all these different uh, political movements are going yeah. in the United States. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think that with our next card line, so we do have five stories. Um, I don't want to reveal those five stories, but a lot of them are linked to particular causes, um, and I think that it's a beginning because we are all we're about like bridging. I think those are beginnings of like having conversations related to um as a business like what is going on in the world today yeah yeah have you had mentors at Babson that have really helped you or maybe it's other fellow students Mm -hmm. and will you continue those relationships with them once you leave Babson so I think that my so my first year like when I was still um just exploring and being interested in entrepreneurship I think there was a very influential mentor uh Professor Yamakawa um I don't know you probably don't but he was a entrepreneurship professor and I think so in my first year I was already like having difficult time like transitioning into college so like I actually visited him like weekly um in his office and just like we would just talk about like life and business and random things and life goals um so I think that that was really meaningful to me but so as I started Gentle um I also like got more involved in the blind center, the speech center, as well as like the Bowson Summer Venture Program. And in there, like there were so many people and so many mentors that I was able to connect with. Um, so are you going to seek other places of mentorship once you're gone? Or do you have a plan as to where you're going to be operating out of? Yeah. Is it going to be your basement like Steve Jobs always <laughs> says, or used to always say? Or what is the, what's the plan there? Are you going to operate the business? So, um, so I'm definitely, I would, like, I'm always open to new mentors. Um, and I think that right now I have a lot of life mentors who, like, 
counsel me in life that includes my business. I don't, I don't think I have, I, I just have a few like solely business, like professional mentors. Um, so that's the answer to the first part question. A second part, um, where I'd be operating from. Um, I think that right now I'm, I, I am like apartment hunting. So maybe like in my apartment, who knows? <laughs> はい、はい、はい。はい、はい。はい、はい。はい、はい。はい、はい。はい、はい。はい、はい。はい、はい。はい、はい。はい、はい。はい、はい。はい、はい。はい、はい。はい、はい。はい、はい。はい、はい。は